Hello friends, thanks again for being here. I'm popping in just to let you know that this is another very special episode week. Um, And obviously last week I didn't get a new episode out as promised. I'm sorry about that. The last two weeks have been uh, very hectic and needing a lot of my life force in other areas of my life. And so with this whole experiment, I'm just trying to experiment more with listening to my fucking body and (laughs) mind doesn't like it very much, but the body is definitely letting me know to take another week. Um, and thankfully it's a big week astrologically. So this transit talk is going to cover this full moon, Jupiter moving into a conjunction with the North node on Thursday, Jupiter day. Um, and so Thank you so much for additional patience and trusting that uh, next week when I do drop a brand new episode, full length episode of the podcast, it will be beautiful and it will have my energy behind it. And I appreciate you all. I appreciate your love and your support and your patience. And once again, thank you for being here. So if you are new to Ye old Patreon, number one, welcome and thank you. And number two, uh, this is your weekly perk. So I try to get these out every Monday um, on a weekly basis. Sometimes it's Tuesday and very rarely it's Wednesday, just depending on, on what's going on in my life. Uh, but this is a, another tool that we can use to embody our astrology, meaning a weekly dive into understanding not just with words and not just with our brain, uh, although especially with words and with our brains during this uh, uh, Gemini season, um, but mostly the, we receive it into our intellect and to our cognition. So with the goal being that we can allow that information to be embodied. Um, and the more we kind of allow information to wash over us, uh, we find, and just allow, like allow is the big word right there. Um, not too much effort in allowance, uh, simply a receivership, a surrender to perhaps, um, allowing this information to kind of wash over us week by week and engaging with it, it lets our nervous system know that it can begin to receive in other ways. Um, And that's how we embody our astrology. It's a lifelong uh, process and it happens in cycles. Sometimes you feel really in tune um, and awake and aware inside of the astrology. And, and other times we feel a little asleep inside of it and it feels uh, pretty passive. And that's okay because just learning with the cycle of the moon, um, we go through cycles of being awake and aware inside of our modalities, our chosen tools um, with which to attempt to live a more embodied life, you know, figuring out what does this human thing mean? What's this experiment all about? So uh, without further ado, let's dive into the week. So this is uh, Monday, 29th of May. Um, It's almost June. 
And we've got a full moon in Sagittarius at the other end of this week. So next weekend on Saturday, June 3rd, um, at 13 degrees, Gemini and Sagittarius, we have a full moon on the Eastern Eastern Daylight Time that's going to happen very close to uh, the midnight uh, Saturday night, but it's just before. It's at 11.41 p.m. on Saturday, June 3rd. So if you're any more east, then that's going to be, this is going to be a Sunday uh, full moon, a Sunday morning full moon. If you're any west of that, then it's going to be earlier and earlier in the evening. Um, but building, I want to drop some information about some um, a one in particular transit that's happening earlier in the week, and that that will inform, like heavily, heavily inform the Sagittarius full moon, um, and that's going to be the Jupiter uh, conjunction with North Node on Thursday, June 1st at around 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And so this is going to happen at three degrees Taurus. So if you are feeling like you really want to work with this full moon at the end of the weekend, the first degree that you're going to look up in your chart is three degrees Taurus because that is going to be where well, number one, where the North Node has been stationing, um, but also where Jupiter kind of catches up to the North Node. And, <clears throat> excuse me, so let's talk about these two pieces of information. We've got the North Node and Jupiter. These One is a planetary body. One is a point, an angular point that is generated uh, originally by the moon herself. <clears throat> so... North node 101 is the North node and South node are the first layer, the first really fundamental layer of constriction and contraction and therefore ability to um, be human that the soul encounters. So the soul being embodied by planetary wise by uh, the planet of Pluto the soul is limitless and always been here, always going to be here. But the soul had a desire to embody as a human and to have to, to learn particular sensations and lessons through those sensations via an incarnation as a human. So how the fuck does a an immortal and eternal uh, consciousness get embodied and learn limitation? Well, Past and future, North Node, South Node, is going to be that initial foray into the 3D for something uh, consciousness that lives outside of this dimension, right? Beyond this particular dimension. And in order to succumb to gravity here on Earth, um, we have also have to succumb to a product of gravity, which is time. Linear time as is experienced by us uh, most you know, most inherently. And so the the North Node is this depiction of the, what the soul is want, is continuously marching toward, right? One foot in front of the other. Um, we, there's this heartbeat, this, this draw, this drive to evolve because that is the soul's primary objective is to evolve, to transform. Um, 
And so through the North Node, the North Node denotes this sensation of desired evolution, of um, of a hungriness, right? And a, a lot of um, you know traditional and a lot of other uh, arms of astrology uh, describe the North Node as the head of the dragon, and the South Node as the tail of the dragon. Um, and I totally see that. What I don't personally really vibe with is the fate nature of that that is often also describing the the north node in particular and the south node of like be careful for this guy because this is this is kind of a hungry ghost type of of energy here and i totally vibe with that on like the shadow level on the denser frequency having a <clears throat> an unconscious experience of our north node <clears throat> excuse me, lots going on in the throat chakra this morning, um, have it, having an unconscious expression of these points, are it's almost like you're, you're, you're being tossed about by these inner desires and, and you feel out of control. And there definitely is a semblance of um, an expression of like feeling out of control and just leaving it to fate. And my life happened to me, but through this kind of immature longing and immature um, des- uh, relationship with one's desires. We're not there. I, if you're listening to this, then you are, you've, you're bringing a greater amount of consciousness to the table, a desire for a greater amount of consciousness to the table. And so our relationship with the North Node, with these points in particular in our in our chart, is going to be one of um, acknowledging desires as and forces and drives as something that is completely natural and something that is normal and something that can be engaged with with greater and greater levels of consciousness. We work with nothing but tools in our natal chart, and we work not with nothing but tools within the transits. Um, <clears throat> stepping outside of kind of the over sentimentality and the oversimplification of like the universe has your back and the universe is always working to our, our greatest benefit. Um, yes. And there is a, there's a more, uh, there's, there's more to the story. There's more to the story, but absolutely. If we can engage with the great, the, these forces, like these really strong, big forces of the nodes, uh, of where we find ourselves inside of time, that first kind of blush at first blush, this like, oh, wait, the universe is not something, and these forces are not something to be afraid of. These forces are something that I can be in relationship with. The, absolutely, we've got to kind of lead with that sense of the universe has my back and and the universe is conspiring for my favor. But as we continue, that script gets more and more mature. That script gets less and less sentimental and it becomes a richer, in my opinion, a much richer um, relationship than one of just feelings, right? Okay, so that North Node is that, that drive forward of it magnetizes the things that that will allow us to continue to evolve in accordance and alignment with our soul's greatest desires. Hence, go look at the 
um, the sign that your north node is in, the house that your north node is in, any aspects that your north node has uh, to other planetary bodies or points in your chart today, north node in Taurus, right? We've been here almost a year and a half. So this hunger, this drive, this desire is aligning itself towards the archetype of Taurus, i.e. physical pleasure, physical security, material embodiment, like what it means to be embodied. Um, it's the Taurus is the second sign of the zodiac, um, second only to Aries, which is the initial primal spark of being human and alive and vital and visceral and all of that. Well, you think that human spark is going to be um, embodied and find itself in the material realm as a manifestation, grounded in anything but pleasure, grounded in anything but the abundance of energy here and and in, in the natural world? Absolutely not. So this North Node in Taurus has been opening a, us a lot up to what our capacity for pleasure, what our capacity for joy is, what our capacity for aligning with these things as values, something or things around which to create a life and reality. Um, it's a big fucking deal because then and only then are we going to feel safe enough, stable enough, solid enough to be in this material realm else, you know, it, our, our nervous systems shut down and we leave, we dissociate. Okay. Consciousness wants to be anywhere, but here, um, in, in the face of trauma and discomfort and isolation and all of that. So fundamentally, um, this North node in Taurus has been allowing us magnetizing opportunities for us to learn how to be in our bodies. For so many of us, feels like the first time. Feels like the very first time. Isn't that a foreigner song? It feels like the first time. Yeah, there we go. Um, you're welcome. Uh, so Jupiter, Jupiter at, obviously, you know, we've talked ad nauseum about the spectrum of planetary bodies and archetypes and how they can express themselves. So at the most, uh, excuse me, the least dense end of the spectrum, like the most spirit realm end of the spectrum, Jupiter embodies the, the concept and the principle of natural law and wisdom. Okay. So the wisdom that is just, that says, this is what it is. This is reality. Like Jupiter rules the sign of Sagittarius, which we're going to be further going into further depth in, in the full moon. Um, and Sagittarius is this archetype that takes its partner, Gemini, takes its partner's proclivities for um, information and data and processing and then communicating and recirculating that information and data. It takes, Sagittarius takes all of that and builds upon it and produces this, this concept of context of like, okay, but why? Why do I want to know this? Um, and it, it kind of, because uh, Sagittarius is the only fire sign that is up in the transpersonal, the objective evolution, top half 
of the Zodiac. And so it takes the fire from the from Aries and, and Leo, from the subjective, the personal half, the internal half of the Zodiac, and it, and it gets to project it out into the world. And that projection is this relationship with nature, with natural law, with the way things are and how things work, and higher and higher and higher story, okay? And that's when, you know, you bring some density into it. And that's why you have things like philosophy and academia and spiritual teachers and spiritual teachings and not necessarily religion. Religion is more of a construct. Um, It's a building upon the foundation of of natural law. Um, But it's... This is that this is that relationship between Sagittarius and and Gemini. And so we look to the the planetary ruler of Sagittarius, Jupiter, is coming into a conjunction with this north node. So we're getting this week and it peaks on Thursday, but it echoes through the full moon, this whole full moon cycle. And honestly, it echoes through the sixth month cycle from now until the uh, Gemini full moon during Sagittarius season. And then there's an even longer cycle of Jupiter being in Taurus. And that doesn't end, I believe, until February of 2024. So we've got kind of, we've got one of those weeks where it's like, oh, uh, cycle upon cycle upon cycle is being initiated. And this whole cycle has this vibe of this planetary embodiment of behold how things are, everything is connected and everything is interesting and everything is worth being curious about. And, you know, broader embodiment of Jupiter of this is how uh, abundance is how the world works. Because Jupiter gets so often immediately connected with abundance. And yes, but it's not abundance because abundance is cool and because we don't want to be poor anymore and we don't want to be alone anymore, but it's abundance as a, just the most natural reflection of how nature works. Okay. There's nothing sentimental in this, this, um, law, this natural law of abundance. Jupiter's this gas giant. It's the largest planet in our solar system. And so it makes everything bigger. It just reminds and activates that big expansive principle that is a law of nature. I think it was last week or the week before that I talked about Jupiter in this way is how our our two teachers of the Zodiac or of the planets and then the Zodiac, um, Saturn and Jupiter. And one teaches us the, the law of evolution through contraction and constriction, um, i.e. time. And that's Saturn. And one teaches us evolution uh, and involution rather, both of these principles, um, through the law, the natural law of expansion and abundance, excuse me. (coughs) And that is Jupiter. And so this great teacher is coming to conjunct this force of this, like this drive of evolution, 
um, and go moving towards the highest and highest and highest expression of this particular archetype, and that is Taurus. And here we've got this kind of fucking windfall of energy. And so we can feel um, like if this was when this was Mars, you know, Mars was conjunct. I don't remember exactly. Mars was conjunct the North Node, um, I think early summer of last year. Let's see. Yeah. So yeah, um, August, August 1st, um, late, 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 like July 31st, August 1st, that, um, that's right, because this happened right on my Chiron. <laughs> um, the North Node and Uranus and uh, Mars met up in Taurus. So that's going to give like a lot of pressure. Like Mars is that vitality pressure. Jupiter, the pressure is different. It's like this pressure of like, I, I can't forget that all is abundance. I can't slip into that kind of scarcity. It's a lot harder for me to, to slip into that scarcity mindset because I'm Jupiter is now allowing me to see just like how fucking real this is. Um, and so Jupiter coming into this type of relationship with the North node, it's this, it's inserting its own, um, its own vibe into our timeline. So a lot of us are going to be, and probably already have been, but are going to be quote unquote upgraded or online um, with this semblance or with this experience of like, oh, you know, just because there's X amount of dollars in my checking account right now doesn't necessarily really mean anything. Um, I'm, I have a lot more accessibility to relating to my vision of my, of the, t the timeline of what I want to embody, of what my higher self desires to embody much more than I have of this old stuff of this, this, this trauma embodiment. So this is great. This is really fucking great. And it can be a lot because it's Jupiter and Jupiter just expands everything. So, um, this Jupiter is ruling this full moon, um, this Jupiter Sagittarius conversation. And when it's the full moon in Sag, um, let me see, there's like two other aspects. Um, so during this full moon, we've got two other aspects and that's a loose T square that Pluto is making with the nodes. And then the moon is directly trying, almost directly tr trining Pallas, uh, Athena, the asteroid in Leo. Um, and I'll, I'll say a few things about that in a second, but this, for the Sagittarius full moon, it's this focus instead of like the Gemini full moon, it's this focus on new information uh, or on the info, our new access, you know, ex, uh, new access to the information. Um, for Sag, it's new access to a lot of access to wisdom. And so there's a there's going to be a zoomed out experience for this this full moon, and one that allows for a lot of um, reflection, especially the days leading up to the, this week leading up to the full moon, um, gaining awareness more and more and more awareness of perhaps how we 
our, our agency in choosing the smaller story, in choosing the story of limitations. Um, it's just holding ourselves accountable. Sorry, my cat Kramer is losing his fucking mind because the door is closed and he wants in here. <laughs> he always likes to like sit on or around me when I record. Um, but th- so there's there's two sides to every coin, right? And one side is going to be, oh, fuck, this is how... I was choosing that narrative. Okay. And then on the other side of that coin, like the immediate next inhale after you exhale that information is like, oh, fuck, this is an experience of my power. That means I get to choose something that perhaps isn't if I have the capacity for it or I'm noticing that I have the capacity for it because we don't gain this type of awareness without our nervous system first having capacity to receive that upgrade. Because I know in my, you know, continuing studies of my own nervous system, the aspect of capacity in relationship to like my goals and my dreams and desires, it was a fucking game changer. Like, oh yeah, of course my mind believes that this particular set of intentions would be really great. But my body's not on the level for that yet. And I have to I have to honor my body's experience right in this moment because my body can only behave and, and express itself within the reality of this time and space. And my mind doesn't have any such limitation. My mind could be engaging in, you know, six months from now, six years from now, six decades from now and be like, yeah, see, see, what a great idea. Cause look, you did it. But my body in this moment is only in this moment. It's like, you're fucking tired. How about, yeah, that's great. That's a great goal to work toward, but we don't have the capacity right now. So that's been a big, like, Ooh, how do I use this piece of information to, uh, you know, to serve my desire for a more expanded life without like fucking forcing it or fooling myself into believing that I have the capacity. You know, you just, you got to practice. You got to just keep trusting yourself, keep messing up, quote unquote, messing up, and then continue to trust yourself and continue to hold greater and greater, greater space for that unconditional self-acceptance, unconditional self-love. Because where it gets you is to this space where Jupiter, the the king of expansion and the king of like, oh, limitations, what are those? Because remember, in traditional astrology, Jupiter also rules Pisces, who never saw a boundary ever. Not, she don't know her. Um, but so we've got that aspect moving in on this experience of like what we're growing into, North Node, and it's nothing but expansion. And so we're, all of the wisdom, all of the wisdom that is going to flood in beginning this week, trust that whatever wisdom avails, avails itself to you, whatever wisdom um, reveals herself to you, you are ready for that. You're ready. You're absolutely ready. Now, does it mean that you have to attach to any particular ex, you know, physical manifested expression of said wisdom? Absolutely not. Nope, 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 nope. Hold the expectations loosely. 
hold the quote-unquote end product loosely, hold the destination very, very, very loosely. We are in full imagination realm here. We are in full um, curiosity, curiosity for curiosity's sake, okay? Let, as the great Jessa Reed said again and again and again this past week, let life have its way with you. If that isn't number one natural law rule, I don't know what is. Let life have its way with you. Okay. And building on that wisdom aspect, um, the moon is going to be trying, the moon herself is going to be training uh, Pallas, Athena, and Leo. And I don't talk a lot about the asteroids, but let me just say that Pallas is this divine feminine facet, um, excuse me, facet of the divine feminine that is aligned mostly with, with teaching and with wisdom and with, um, cause I mean, the goddess Athena, okay. With strategy, with knowing, knowing things and perhaps with past, um, past karmas, past lives, past self-expressions, of being the teacher, of being the wise woman, of being the wise person. And, and so the moon being, having a beautiful trine um, with a beautiful fire trine with Pallas, because uh, Pallas is going to be in Leo, just there's a lot of wisdom floating in in the next uh, week that will continue to express itself within the next nine months, Okay. And the other one is going to be the other loose transit is this very loose T-square that Pluto at zero, zero, uh, still zero, zero Aquarius is having with the nodes, which are in, of course, um, uh, Leo, excuse me, um, Taurus and uh, Scorpio, sorry. And this T-square is just going to be getting more and tighter and tighter the closer the nodes themselves get to the zero mark and then move into like 29 degrees uh, Aries and Libra in July. Um, So this is just, it's just another little stamp of sensation on this full moon of, okay, um, yeah, that is the new world. This, that, that is absolutely, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling my soul's expression a lot clearer, but it's not necessarily in a way of ease. It's a way of, uh, in kind of a contrast, we get more, more experience with the, what we're moving into, the energy of what we're moving into through the aspect and through the mechanism of contrast and kind of friction and butting up against what's going on right fucking now. Okay. And lastly, uh, on next Sunday, Mercury and Uranus, I almost never say it that way. Mercury and Uranus are conjunct at 20 degrees Taurus. So check out where 20 degrees Taurus lies in your chart. This is Mercury is information and Uranus is the greater truth. Okay. The greater truth, no matter what, no, no matter how uncomfortable it is, Uranus is going to, going to fly in and give us this lightning bolt of, uh, because that's why, you know? (laughs) And so, um, this that's, and that's going to be still on like the tail end. Um, like we're still going to be working with 
um, that full moon energy that culminates late, late, late Saturday night. Um, so this, I would also kind of tie this Mercury Uranus vibe and Taurus in with the full moon energy of you kind of never know what, what revelation is going to come through and absolutely shake you up and, and give you a strength and give you access to your own genius, you, you just can't expect it. And you shouldn't expect it because having, having a loose hold on this experience, um, having lower expectations is just the most fun part of this. So that is all for this week. Um, however you like to celebrate your full moons, um, around here, we're not sleeping much during the full moon (laughs) and, and, um, it feels a little, again, as Jessa Reed would describe it, it feels a little messy. (laughs) There's just a lot of, a lot of vibe, a lot going on. Um, so, and we're dealing with the elements of fire and air, so if you would like to double down on the, the water and the earth, I highly recommend that. And um, just remain open, remain curious, use that beautiful Sagittarius energy and um, let your curiosity lead you into a greater and greater surrender to the wisdom of this life. Okay. Let life have its way with you. Thank you so much, friends. Thank you again for being here. Uh, My books for June are nearly open. I know we're almost there, but I switched jobs. So um, thank you for your patience with that. Um, And thank you so much for all of the feedback and all of the care and all of the community. And I can't wait to meet back here next week. Happy full moon, everyone. Thanks for being here. So that's it for this episode of Astrology and Stuff. You can come back each Wednesday for new episodes. And of course, as stated before, you also have a way to get weekly bonus episodes such as this one on my Patreon page. Just search for Astrology and Stuff Podcast. Bonus episodes are weekly peeks into the planetary transits where we can get into the astrology of the week and how that may be affecting you in your neck of the woods. Each episode of Astrology and Stuff is written, recorded, edited, and mixed by me, Sampriti Ireland. The music you hear is an original work by Angel Wing. And again, thank you, as always, for being here. <laughs>